0: You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby.
1: Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go to that voodoo that you do hold on to your butts showtime a-holes oh hello how is it going it is the box office bros podcast it's your boy Corey, and we have a ch 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 ch
0: chance in the the the
1: motherfucking house hi, hi. A-hoo, a-hoo. what's up
0: Oh, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm sitting in your new apartment and it is pretty. I'm going to flex for Corey because he's too humble to flex. (laughs) Thank
1: you. I really appreciate it. You know, I have been blessed with a much better job and just better means, you know, Mm -hmm. to have like a better place. And uh, it was definitely time to move out of my place because beforehand I lived in a place that was kind of it was kind of tiny um my landlords were awful and very you know predatory like you know Mm -hmm. like like very typical they're like they're like scrooge mcduck jumping in bats of um gold coins they're just greedy they're just like
0: "Mm, i smell poverty (laughs) i smell the
1: impoverished exactly and so that was that was never a good deal and you know i've only been here for a couple of months but i'm a lot happier so it's it's been a really good deal. Thank you. I really appreciate you flexing for me, Chance. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> so we have a great uh, show lined up for y'all today. Um, uh, basically, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be reviewing Venom. We're gonna be talking about um, what if as a series kind of finish like because like the premiere, um, just you know you know happened yesterday Mm -hmm. yeah after as of recording this right it was yesterday that the premiere dropped and then yeah so we're going to be talking about our venom two review you know various sets of movie news because there's different things that happened and yeah but before i um get into
0: that i didn't ask chance how he's doing chance how are you doing man i'm doing all right uh got snubbed on some jobs at work uh so (laughs) I'm watching <laughs> I'm going to air my dirty laundry on the podcast. Yeah, none of you listen to. Yeah, uh, I was about to say I was like, do any of them
1: listen? Um, I know my one of my bosses listens to my podcast. I Shout know. out to Vince. I just told my other boss about my podcast yesterday, literally yesterday. He goes like, "Do what? You have a podcast?" And I was like, "I I thought that I told you, but apparently I didn't." I
0: thought Yeah, no. I I have some family members who listen. I have some former coworkers who listen. Oh, I don't think any of my my bosses are like, like not in like the, I don't know. They don't seem as the type of people I would have hung out with when they were my age or one of them for sure. Maybe the other one, but he's like so busy anyway. That's just like, I'm not sure he has time to listen to podcasts, but, uh,
1: do any of us really have time to listen to podcasts? This is coming from somebody who has a podcast, but most of the time when I listen to podcasts, it's either when I'm on my commute Mm-hmm. Or whether when I'm about to go to bed and I'm just winding down and I'm listening to a nice podcast or I'm listening to a nice book on Audible. Yeah. By the way, I'm listening to the Revan sequel right now. Really? Like the one that's basically like it's the book, but it's like after the events of the Old Republic video game. Okay. So really good, really good read slash listen if you wanted to do that. But besides that point. But, you know, like podcasts are very like unique cuz you like a lot of people say ooh i don't have time to listen to them but like sure you don't have time to listen to them during your normal just time right. of the day you know what i mean
0: right it's not like uh podcasts are kind of <clears throat> podcasts are kind of like uh the new radio cuz it's funny because i work in radio and i'm sure like My people who I work with are just like, hey, you're contributing to the medium that is our downfall. How dare
1: you? Well, the thing is, is that you really have to, um, you have to adapt. Well, yeah, podcasts are the future. Like, you have to adapt because the thing is, podcasts are free for the most part. I'm sure there's going to be some ads you listen to, but it's not nearly as intrusive as a lot of those radio. Because I was listening to uh, 99.9 because they have some nice oldies every now Mm -hmm. and then. And I really enjoyed it when the music was on because, right. you know, there's like a, you're like kind of like anticipating, like, oh, what song are they going to play? But then there's literally 20 minutes of ads. That's yeah. not going to happen during a podcast. So oh, yeah. it's like one of those things that you have to kind of, you know.
0: Well, that's what the, uh, that's what the sports talk station I work for does. Like basically, um, what they do is, is every time they get done with like a 20 minute segment, they'll throw it up on SoundCloud and that's where a ton of the listeners come from nowadays yeah, anyway. For sure. So like, I mean, this is a nice conversation on how old mediums need to evolve, like uh, mm. especially with TV, like TVs, like, you know, they have websites now, they have Facebook pages, they have Twitter pages, all their, well, exactly. all their anchors are on Twitter. It's, I mean, this is, this could be a podcast like all on its own, just on how like the, uh the old school media's evolve evolved for the new school, just with the internet and everything. No,
1: you're not wrong. And the thing is, we'll, we'll, we'll pivot into Venom 2 after this. But um, one thing is, is that um, I have been wanting to start a more conversational kind of deal mm-hmm. where, you know, we kind of just talk about whatever and have whoever on and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about movies. So keep your ears peeled for ears peeled for that. You know, that's a very common Corey phrase, by the way. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, you know, get it like eyes peeled, ears peeled. I've never um, (laughs) I've never explained the joke on the podcast before, but I just figured y'all got it. Anyways, uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Um, God, this movie. It's so crazy with this movie because here's the deal. I think it's weird because. This movie is not good <laughs> like it's not that it's not that good um, it's so whack, and it's man. one of those things that like it's like venom is one of those phenomenons of film that I guess I'm just not in on the joke for and I feel bad because I want to be I but the thing is Chance, you mm-hmm. were there, we were there together with our good friend Caleb. Yes, we were. Um shout out to Backseat uh, Backseat Sports if you want to listen to any stuff that he's doing. He does a lot of Husker talk and everything like that. Poor guy was uh um raspy as a because he uh um He was yelling because Nebraska actually won this last week. <laughs> yes, they did. And so he was screaming <laughs> so he was screaming out there. <laughs>
0: This poor little local course. Like, handle- uh, he was like, oh, guys, sorry. Sorry,
1: sorry that I haven't seen you go in forever. I'm sorry, that, I'm sorry that I can't talk. I'm sorry that I sound like you on the chain spokes so of a pack a day. <laughs> Goodness. I'm sorry I sound like your auntie. I'm sorry that you sound like your auntie Agnes. Come on. Uh. Anyways. Um, we had, we uh, watched uh, Venom 2 or Venom Let There Be Carnage with um, good old Caleb. And love that guy. But anyways, we were... <laughs> um chance yeah. i know you heard me laugh i did so many times but i was not laughing at the, jokes. the film i was laughing at the film the entire time and i think that's where my enjoyment of venom lies um the plot was very um one thing about it that i will give it an edge to from the first film the plot was just as much as it should have been Mm -hmm. the runtime was just as much as it should have been because i don't know if i could have stood for a two-hour venom movie as opposed to a one hour and 30 minute venom the
0: runtime is exquisite 90 minutes is perfect
1: yeah the yeah the runtime is amazing and these action sequences are so freaking metal like, dude, that's and and, I, and I'm not saying that to be ironic when I say, yeah, metal. No, it's yeah. so cool.
0: They're it actually kind of cool. It
1: literally looks like some monstrosity that you'd see on a metal album because of like all these red tendrils and this mm-hmm. just crazy stuff. By the way, I don't know if I'm just being a pinhead right now, but don't take your kids to Venom too. No, like seriously. Don't. There are these kids that were just hanging around. I was looking at these parents and I'm like, I'm judging you. Like, what I'm are legitimately you doing? Judging you. This movie is literally two blood, or, blood spatters away from being rated
0: R, but regardless. Oh, and I guess to stick to non-spoilers, I'll say this, this movie is kind of whack and the dialogues kind of whack and the jokes are kind of whack, but like, some of them land, some of them don't um I'll say if you like the first venom, you'll definitely like this one um I'll say that it's very itself in a way like I didn't expect a big difference i i I wasn't sure what I expected when Andy Circus was named director of this movie because. If you had to ask me, is this the same person who directed the first one? I would have said yes, but they just got better at uh, action scenes. Like
1: No, for sure. Because the thing is, I think he very much used the first movie as a template for how the tone was going to be. And he, hell, you know, he doubled down on it. He yeah. really did double down on it. He wanted to make it, He, he, he I don't know. Because the thing is, I would have liked to see, not something more serious, I would have liked to see something a little more cohesive. You know what I mean? Because, like, and I don't even, like, I I got the movie, and it wasn't that it was, like, cohesive. I I don't know if I mean, like, because it was put together as a package, Mm -hmm. but it's just all of, like, the dialogue, the motivations. Venom and uh, Eddie did not learn one damn thing from the last movie <laughs> they're still arguing the same way they're still feuding the same way even their arc of oh yeah we're mad at each other we're gonna chill like a uh, mild spoilers i guess but like they separate for a part of the movie and mm-hmm. then, oh, we're gonna separate. Oh, we're back together to fight the bad guy. Back did together. either of us learn the re- did either of us learn the reason why no. we were in this situation in the first place? No, they didn't. So, like, I don't know. It's just that, like, I don't think any of the development is earned, and I don't know, and I don't think it's a bad thing for me to ask that of my characters in movies. You know what I mean? Because a lot yeah. of these movies have awesome character development and it's weird watching something as like if you're listening like from past podcast to this podcast Mm -hmm. you'll be hearing us talking about shang chi and then you're going to be hearing us talking about venom it's literally polar opposite spectrums yeah because uh shang chi had such a great dedication to the characters yeah it had such great meticulous thought out um attention to the character work of so many different characters in that movie even the ones that were more um in the background and so it's like one of those things where it's weird going from that as being like my last movie that i pretty much saw in theaters to something like this right it's it's just I don't know. It's it's baffling to me to it, see how the blatant disregard for its own story and it just made everything very silly to me. And quite frankly, it's a disappointment. You know what it plays like?
0: It plays like a rom com.
1: It does play like a rom com, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like
0: Eddie and Venom are just like the the two two feuding lovers. Is just like will they or won't they or oh no they they're separated. Oh, but they came back together at the end. Uh, some laughs were had some hijinks were, uh, hijinked and it's, uh, I I will say, um, there were some interesting aspects of this movie, adding Shriek, a character who was like a, I guess you could call a kryptonite because her power sets to symbiotes. Uh, that was, that was a cool, I wish they would have used her a little bit better in my opinion. Um, but we can talk about that in spoilers, uh by the way, Naomi Harris looks incredible, like
1: no, oh, she looks incredible. they just didn't do a damn thing with her character. I know that's the only issue like <laughs> like
0: I first saw Naomi Harris in like the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie like oh, she's great fifteen years ago mm-hmm. she looks the same, yeah, exactly <laughs> uh that's incredible, but needless to say, um. I guess to wrap up my non-spoiler view, it's 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 dumb, but it's fun. Like that's all I can say. Like, um, dumb fun. Like Cletus Cassidy is here and there, uh, especially with like Woody Harrelson. Like, there's there's some really fun parts with Cletus Cassidy, but there's other parts where I'm just like, I don't know, Woody. You might be just chewing this up a little too much. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because the thing is, I think when Woody. Uh, does not want to take something serious, or when you know, or when he is told that he can go off the rails. I don't really think he does it all that well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's a fantastic actor. Um, is Woody Harrelson a Oscar winner? Uh, Let me look. You should look it up real quick. I'll 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 fill out the sound. I won't have it just be silent as you're looking it up because the reason why I um asked that question is because he was just absolutely. Um, fantastic in three b- um, billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. And he was also very good in solo. I watched solo recently uh, to test out my new sound speaker system that I got. Um, Shout out to Mike. If you're listening to podcasts to the guy who sold me that um,
0: <laughs> he's been nominated three times, but never won.
1: Oh, that is a Travis. He was now
0: he was nominated in three billboards. OK, he was nominated uh for best supporting role. In The Messenger in 09. Okay. And then he was nominated for leading role in The People versus Larry Flint in nineteen ninety six. Oh nice.
1: Have you um seen Three Billboards before? Not yet. I need Ooh, to. I it's need a very to. good movie. Um when you watch it, uh just or when you're like done watching it, shoot me a message and just tell me what you think of the ending. Because okay. it's a little it's it's it was a little controversial when the movie came out. A lot of people like I remember I was taking a script writing class over in college, probably my like sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. or maybe junior or something like that. But anyways, and uh, my class was literally was literally split. And then my professor and I got in an argument about a <coughs> argument about it because I liked the ending and he did not He said the ending or like. Without getting into spoilers for that, he said the ending was like just anticlimactic, wanted more resolution. And I was like, but like sometimes in life you don't necessarily get Mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Right. But like sometimes you don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, I I personally really like the ending of the movie. So I wanted to see your opinion on that. Anyways,
0: you want to get into the the, the Venom spoilers? I I do want to get into Venom spoilers. Okay. Um,
1: So if y'all are listening
0: and you haven't seen venom pause
1: and then see venom two, or you could just listen because honestly this movie doesn't have much of a there's line. not there's
0: only like, one big thing to spoil like,
1: there's only one big thing to spoiler spoil and i don't even think we're going to spoil it at the beginning because it's the post-credit scene
0: yes it is a post-credit scene so um if anything- by the way
1: there's and by the way if you haven't seen it there's only one minute mid-credit, mid-credit scene you don't have to stay until the rest of the credits
0: i think we just stayed because we didn't feel like moving
1: we didn't feel like moving i was i just had a long shift yes and i and i went straight from my shift to watching venom 2 and then we were just chilling by the way i'm going to call it venom 2 the rest of the um podcast because venom let there be carnage is a little bit it's it's, wordy it's, it's a little wordy but anyways um yeah so um what I don't even know how to really spoil this movie okay. to be completely honest. What's your what are
0: your thoughts? So, uh, what's your first spoiler thought? My first spoiler thought is I I'm not sure how accurate to the comic book Carnage is because in uh cuz Carnage cuz like I've always seen it made a point as to where like Eddie and Venom are we are Venom, but Carnage has always been I am Carnage. And so, like, I kind of expected Cletus Cassidy and the Carnage symbiote to become one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, because, Cl- so basically, in this movie, Cletus Cassidy and Shriek are like, they're just soulmates in like being, uh, you know, runaway children and like, like they were separated. Uh, and they always, like, you know, held out for each other. So, like, also, they're, mm, I actually forgot about this. Shriek. Shriek called her powers a mutation.
1: Yes, exactly. I was actually going to bring that up because um, I was literally thinking it's weird. Sometimes we think about the same things at the mm-hmm. same exact time. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you finish each other's sentences <laughs> or sandwiches, according to Frozen. But anyways, um, no, it's like one of those things where I think that's really cool that they brought that up because it is really um, the first one of the first mentions of mutants that way and something that's in the mcu or mcu adjacent hint hint wink wink wink
0: s-m-u-n-c Um, whatever it's called
1: um the spunk is technically yeah it's called the spunk or whatever but um, the the
0: sony universe of marvel characters oh
1: gosh they kind of think of a better name anyways um no it's just like crazy to see what they're um doing with all of these um with this because like they're bringing up that fact that shriek is a mutant um uh, but getting back to what you were saying about comic book accuracy it is pretty accurate when well it comes yeah to, to that part yeah well, well to that but it is pretty accurate when it comes to cletus cassidy's backstory yes it yeah is. he killed his um he killed his um mom yeah he killed his grandmother he eventually killed his dad as well um, he is definitely a very serial killer, serial killer kind of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. With emphasis on the on the killer, and yes, it is very "I am Carnage," but um, especially in the initial run, um, for Carnage, mm-hmm. um, they never like they never really cared to delve into the relationship or have any conflict between mm-hmm. the two. He was just a ravenous murder right and the thing is carnage is actually quite boring in my opinion in that mm-hmm. regard. And yeah the, and the only reason why i say that is because it was like oh well venom's kind of a good guy now but we
0: still want a symbiote right. so right. let's go ahead and do carnage right and i think my my thought is is that i don't know because in my head cletus cassidy doesn't care about anyone so like the him, I guess, it's not like, I don't, I'm not mad that it's not comic, a, comic accurate, I'm just like thinking, huh, that's kind of interesting, because like a lot of, because uh, even in like his power set, like he's a lot more, um, it seems like bonded with Eddie in the beginning, where like, you know, like uh, Carnage will like tear himself in half to like dodge bullets and stuff, or like a big gaping hole in his chest and make stuff like that, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like something I noticed, like because like a lot of times it's just like the carnage symbiote and cletus cassidy are like the same person uh once they're both born essentially yeah but like this is they're a lot more similar to eddie and venom uh in in this franchise uh because like at the end they're just like see they're not a bonded pair and like
1: they don't they're not symbiotic
0: they're not symbiotic like we are venom and i'm just like well, they haven't that...
1: been symbiotic in the entire damn movie. It's That's true. arguable that they haven't been able in the first place, which is kind of what makes it a little bit
0: like more. Yeah,
1: makes it a little it makes the themes a little silly to me. Right. And I know that the movie is supposed to be silly and I get that I am being that I'm being that guy. I understand <laughs> that I am being that in this. And the thing is, you know what? You know what? I'm wrong. The movie's made so much money. The yes, it has. The movie's gonna definitely get a sequel. And for anybody who thinks that uh, Marvel or Sony's gonna sell the Marvel or the rights off to Marvel, they will proper, never ever. They do will that. never do it. There's no way in hell that they're ever gonna do that. So you guys just need to chill with that. Sorry. No, you're
0: fine. Uh, I will say, um, I guess I kind of hope they use Shriek a little bit more because, like, I mean, I hate to skip to like the end no for sure like I, I feel like i'm scatterbrained on this movie well like, no,
1: because the movie's scatterbrained in its own kind of way like it, it it runs well like you you know each place but uh continue on oh
0: like so like uh like at the end like venom's just like oh this lady her powers are like screaming and, like really loudly that it's so loud that it affects symbiotes because their weaknesses are sound and fire and um I thought it was just like oh they're going to team up or something because Carnage, Carn- the symbiote Carnage is just like yo Cletus control your woman this whole time mm-hmm. And Carnage
1: uh, is definitely misogynist
0: yes he is <laughs> Carnage is not woke we will be canceling Carnage any day now <laughs> uh, and I was just like oh so Venom and uh, Shriek are going to team up to b- defeat Carnage and Cletus no what Venom does is he kicks Shriek down the steeple of a church and she <laughs> screams on the way down and that's how he defeats carnage. And I was just like, well, I guess you achieved what I thought you were going to in a way. And
1: Shriek gets crushed by a bell.
0: She gets, yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, well, I guess we're not going to be seeing her anymore. Um, to
1: be fair. Um, earlier in the movie or earlier in that fight sequence, uh they decide to have um like carnage takes the ringer part of the bell mm-hmm. and like hit some with it and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so the bell is technically hollow
0: that's true so
1: screech could have survived even though no regular person would survive because it w- they would hit their head on that bell or they something would hurt them
0: but you know comic books oh yeah unless like Unless she's like super short or uh, she just scrunched up when it was on the way down. Eh, True,
1: true, true, true. Uh,
0: I will say um, I liked, you know what I really liked in this movie? Who? Even though she was a damsel in distress half the time.
1: Anne. I liked her too. And it was really funny. Seeing <laughs> Venom, <laughs> like it almost seemed like Venom wanted to be with her more than Eddie did. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> and it was oh, I like Anne. <laughs> it's like I, I like Anne, and it was very funny though because when he realized that uh, uh, Cletus was a symbiote, he said, "Oh, she's a red one." He goes, "I never liked Anne."
0: <laughs> he's like, "I never liked Anne."
1: He's like, he's like, oh, it's just like oh, where are you going? That is a red one. That is a red one. Okay, and here's the deal. And, like, I understand that it may sound dumb for me to, like, talk about how I don't like this movie and then talk about things that I like about it. It's because I'm split on the way that it made me feel because Tom Hardy, no matter how much of a piece of shit this movie is, he is going to always be fantastic as their incarnation of Venom and eddie is it the kind of carnation and incarnation that i want no but obviously i don't know much no. because this movie is doing gangbusters so yeah. obviously they're tapping into something that i that isn't necessarily for me and i can accept that i'm not going to condescend to you about why you enjoyed venom and i didn't necessarily enjoy it you know it's like one of those things like i oh i, I enjoyed it as an experience but I didn't enjoy it as a movie Mm -hmm. as a film it's one that I would hang out drink with my friends and watch and make fun of it's nothing that I would watch and be serious about it
0: you know what I mean like I'd super want to see this movie at the Alamo oh
1: gosh that would be fun, but the only issue with the Alamo is you're not able to like really talk or no, do anything like that. Well, I mean, because this movie just that, creates this so mo- many la so yeah. much laughter. It just this movie makes me want to make fun of it. This movie makes me want to do stuff like pe- what people do at screenings for the room. Like every time there's a spoon mm-hmm. iconography, people would like have spoons and then like mm-hmm. they throw
0: it at the screen, <laughs> or like in uh, whenever they show. Um, well, why can't i think of it it's uh rocker rocky Horror. yeah picture rocky show. horror picture show where like they throw toast at the screen <laughs> it's like let's have a toast and everyone throws toast <laughs> like uh
1: gosh i love these traditions it's 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 beautiful movies are so cool y'all 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 need to understand this is why we why, why we do the podcast movies are just so awesome yeah <laughs>
0: but like uh I'll, I'll be honest like i liked a lot of venom's stupid dialogue like a lot of it made me chuckle a bit like um I know it was stupid, but maybe I'm just kind of stupid because like uh like there's this part where apparently cuz like Venom like needs like brains and flesh to survive and apparently it's mm-hmm. in like chocolate and brains and uh what um what they've been supplementing for eating people is chickens and apparently Venom named the chick two of his two of his chickens Sonny and Cher.
1: <laughs> that okay, that that was very funny. <laughs> i i found that to be extremely hilarious
0: and i don't know why because that's such a dated reference for a movie in 2021 (laughs) this is like no i will not eat sunny and share
1: (laughs) it's like who was writing this and they're like "Mm, yeah um they're like what about frodo and sam what about this or that what about this or this other thing or or what are like buzz and woody like they could have used so many different like more modern Mm -hmm. duos and then they were just like Sonny and sheer let's go with that one
0: (laughs) like they could have done fred and daphne shaggy and scooby literally anything they they,
1: they could have done so many things but (laughs) they Um, they went with this and hey you know more power to them
0: and you know i'll say this like what you were saying earlier about like the box office and people liking it like what we want was already almost was almost like tried already in spider-man 3 you know like oh, you know, this Venom movie isn't like comic accurate because Eddie Brock and the symbiote are bonding over their mutual hatred of Peter Parker and that's what motivates them and that's where the white spider symbol comes from. And yeah, I mean, I as much as I would love that, um, they tried that in Spider-Man 3, or Sony made Sam Raimi try it, and it didn't work. Uh, So we're just kind of stuck with what we got. And it... I mean, the last, the first one made $800 million. And this one, as like, cause I was going to talk about this before we saw it because, uh, you know, you had stuff to do uh, before we were going to record last time that we didn't end up recording. And I was going to talk about how Shang-Chi's or Shang-Chi, excuse me, Shang-Chi's box office made them scoot this movie up two entire weeks.
1: No, for sure. Yeah.
0: Like this movie was supposed to be out like around, I think it was the same day Dune was supposed to come out, the twenty second. Mm-hmm. And this movie is like Sony was just like, oh my god, Shang Chi made like seventy million opening weekend. Let's do like this. Yeah, pandem- they made ninety million. Over, yeah, pandemic over. record. Let's scoot our movie up, and now it's making ninety million uh, opening weekend.
1: I think people are going back to the movies, and I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm all for it um obviously only do it if you feel safe and obviously yes. only do it if you're feeling healthy and you're vaccinated and all that jazz but at the same time like dude like it's it's very exciting and like uh and don't and please don't make me think or don't um think that i am don't want venom to be successful i personally unless i think the movie is harmful to people yeah i want the movie to succeed because if a movie succeeds succeeds that means that more movies are going to be made that means that more people are going to get paid and more people are going to be happy and so yeah of course i want that but this makes me excited because um i think people are just wanting to watch movies now and i think hey you know maybe a lot of people are going to watch dune because hey people overseas are watching dune Mm -hmm. people overseas are enjoying it i think it's um exceeded over 100 a hundred million dollars in the box office Hell over yeah. out there overseas which is awesome um but with that said gosh it's just um this movie um one something that i really noticed about um venom too was also it's just like it's just attention to its action scenes and what it was. And I think a part of the reason why they hired Andy Serkis was because he was so good. He's so good at directing himself Mm -hmm. and directing others. Um, when it comes to like motion capture and all these different things that it really did not feel like a, okay. Um, he, uh, like even though it very much could have been like this it could have been like the whole black widow we definitely directed this action sequence and made Mm -hmm. this action sequence before the movie was even shot (laughs) um but and that very well could have happened with this movie just because most of it is cgi right but it felt so deliberate in the way that the action was set up my favorite action sequence probably wasn't even the last one it was the prison one the prison one is amazing it's like the direction the different ways that carnage killed different people Mm -hmm. or guards or whatever there how streaks power um, or shrieks power was used and all that kind of stuff and it was just a genuinely cool breakneck kind of sequence. I really really enjoyed the action in this movie and like I would watch this movie again just for that. Mm-hmm. Plus it's a very brisk watch. Yeah, it's, it's not like long a, it's a it's like a like 90 minutes.
0: Yeah, this okay. is
1: I was about to say 100 and something but I was like no no no, it's 90 minutes.
0: It's really half as long as Endgame is. Yeah, less crazy. than crazy. Like I uh I don't know, this movie is like it's a it's a popcorn movie essentially like it's not you don't I have only to eat th- all half of my popcorn though that's i ate all mine i like popcorn popcorn's great uh yes. like you don't have to think about it too hard um i will say that like um i wasn't sure how i feel about like the, the uh, eddie and venom splitting up or just like we're through blah 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 and like uh I thought it was funny, like Venom is like in this I'm not sure how I feel because there's a nightclub scene with I like hate Venom that. and I was just like I hate that scene. This sorry. just seems so <laughs> it's a stupid scene. it, it is kind of stupid because like like uh I'm just like, all right, what are we doing here? Like there's like some funny jokes here and there, but that's about it. Like I they they're they just I think they just separated them to build tension because like Eddie without the symbiote is in trouble because Cletus Cassidy is out to get him uh when he breaks out cause i think that's like right when Cletus breaks out is when they separate and um I, I guess we should mention the detective i can't remember his name
1: um
0: uh but the detective the detective who uh gets the in the comic books this is the, the, the uh, this is the detective who gets the toxin symbiote mm-hmm. eventually they kind of they, they do hint kinda, at that they too they hint at that yeah like i think I think did carnage bite him or did he bite carnage where like carnage bit him? I okay. Carnage or, bit him or, or
1: no carnage stabbed him.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I thought he was dead. Yeah, me too. So basically, well, like for those who don't know, carnage is the offspring of the venom symbiote and toxin is the offspring of the carnage symbiote. Uh, uh
1: Steven or er, Stephen Graham plays detective Mulligan,
0: detective Mulligan. That was it. Um, so yeah, Detective Mulligan's in this. I'm assuming that they're gonna—they're setting up a third. They're obviously setting up a third one with the uh, toxin because, uh, well, I'm just assuming they're just gonna—they they need another symbiote for Venom to fight. Uh, although Toxin's more of an anti-hero like Venom is.
1: Yeah, Toxin eventually becomes a good guy. Yeah, because he becomes one that you know you help that he helps out and does all those kind of. Things.
0: Although I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Toxin become like a good good entity because of peter parker though i don't know and maybe i think so
1: like you know uh i guess
0: we can get to that later
1: yeah we could we could get that out later um i don't know how much more i have to really say about this movie um, it's very short so i was anticipating the talk about it to be a little shorter yeah because there was less to really go around oh you know who was a weird um breakout star um dan what is it Dan? Yes, I loved Dan. Dan is funny. Dan is such a funny character because, like, it's funny because I heard, I literally heard this stupid line in the trailer, and I still laughed in the theater. When he's like, those two really need some uh, um, need counseling. <laughs> you need some couple counseling. When Venom is like, thank you, Dan, or whatever. And then or er, er, Eddie's like, thank you, Dan. And then Venom just controls him for a second and just smashes his it's head. Just like, it's just like, no. <laughs> uh,
0: he's uh, like, that no. was supposed to be us.
1: That was supposed to be us. <laughs> um,
0: I guess I have two things. Um, one. I remember when you laughed out loud because I also laughed out loud when Carnage said, let there be carnage. (laughs) Yeah, and then I
1: obnoxiously said, roll
0: credits. (laughs) Oh, God. And then probably like one joke that I thought legit was funny as hell that I will not apologize for laughing at. Um, So the ending, the end action scene takes place in a church because Cletus and Shriek are going to get married. And... um, (laughs) basically so when eddie and venom show up uh this is like he's, uh carnage goes i will destroy you father referring to venom <laughs> and then and then the father's just like no no it's like no not you father you father because yeah,
1: there's a priest chilling there and priest. then he just freaked out because he thought that he was about to get destroyed by this monster <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah it's just such a stupid movie and, and, and you know the thing is i as stupid as it is it was very fun to watch
0: and and like i it was funny because like after like venom gets over being scared of carnage he's just like oh having relationship problems already (laughs) it's like why are you sassy all of a sudden weren't you afraid of your son or i guess your offspring just like two seconds ago (laughs) (laughs) like uh i don't know this movie's dumb but i still kind of had fun like uh I would give it a watch at least once if you like the first one or like superhero movies or like bad superhero. movies. Like this movie feels like it's a 2000 su- superhero movie This exactly. in 2021.
1: It's keeping in theme. Venom one and two are keeping in theme with the whole. It's almost like somebody who um, was working on superhero movies during like the Blade days. Like or... if this movie
0: came out like the year after Nick Cage's Ghost Rider came out. Oh, yeah. It would wouldn't shock me. Sense. Like, uh, yeah, this movie is just, I uh, do we want to like take two or three minutes to spoil the end credit scene?
1: Uh, sure. Of course. Like you
0: didn't have people like fast forward through or something.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, po- post credit scene and the post credit scene is a very, it's a very interesting scene. Yes. So basically, um, at the end of the movie, Venom's on the run and he goes to this island kind of to hang out. Uh, yeah. Island hangout kind of deal. He's in a hotel. And then he's talking with Venom, and Venom's like, Let me show you. Um, like all he's like all the galaxy of the multiverse through the symbiotic or whatever. He's just like your
0: tiny head would explode if you saw the things I know or yeah, something like exactly.
1: that. All that kind of stuff. And the next thing you know, uh the environment around them shifts. And Venom says he didn't do anything, and I'm guessing he didn't it, but I'm not sure if he did or not. It's like
0: what did you do? And Nothing. Then,
1: and then like they're they're in a completely different hotel room somebody else it's somebody else's hotel room yeah it's someone else's
0: bungalow and whatever the,
1: yeah and then he sees on the tv the whole thing that happened at the end of spider-man far from uh, home far from home where it was like jay jonah Jameson's being like spider-man's a menace Sp- spider-man's a menace spider-man is peter parker yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And he killed Mysterio. And then Venom walks up there and is like, "Ooh, yeah."
0: Then licks the screen. He's like,
1: "I like that guy." Mm-hmm. And then he licks the screen, and then there's this really awkward dude who's like, "Why are you, Why in, are the you hotel in my room? room?" And then cuts to black. So, um our Venom is technically in the MCU right now
0: which makes venom and venom 2 required reading for your mcu punch card
1: yeah and it's funny because i was talking to i was talking to my girlfriend and i was like babe you know the funniest thing because she hasn't seen shang chi or um venom 2 yet and i was like funny enough um venom 2 would have been more of a spoiler mm-hmm. the mcu for stuff that you haven't watched
0: yeah and um, <laughs> shang chi would have she's seen far from home already
1: she hasn't seen far from home yet oh yeah that would watching be end game first yeah because but... we need to watch end game and then far from home's the next movie after that
0: yeah that would be a spoiler
1: yeah so crazy stuff
0: yeah i was i was always wondering like all right what are they gonna so this kind of means that like well because if you'll re- rewind your head back to you know uh i want to say a month or two into the pandemic when we got that morbius trailer that had mm-hmm. michael keaton in it uh-huh so this kind of means i'm like all right so they're they're building to something and it's like now it's you know for sure he's like connected like remember when like uh Kevin Feige gave Amy Pascal that this bitch tripping look when she yeah. said they're not in the same universe, but they're in the same universe. And I'm just like, what do you mean, Amy? <laughs> Tell me I more. This is exactly what she means. This is exactly what she was talking about.
1: Uh huh. And um, a lot of people have been using this as conjecture for saying that this means that this is going to be their avenue to getting Tom Holland back into that original Spidey side of the universe i don't think out, so i don't out. think so the thing is i think that's a silly line of thinking and here's my reason why marvel benefits from it too much mm-hmm. and sony benefits from it too much
0: just narratively
1: it is a symbiote it is too much it is it is too symbiotic of a relationship that they form for each other although they may not enjoy the fact that they have to play by each other's rules Mm -hmm. when it comes to these things. They are still making money hand over fist. You really think that's that? um, Like, here's the deal. They've struck gold with venom. Nice. Good for them. Mm -hmm. You really think that a Tom Holland movie without um, supporting characters that makes sense to his narrative as a person that it just disappeared. You really think that's going to do good for his story moving yeah, forward?
0: Like he can still be in team ups.
1: And the thing is, you know what they really could do? Um,
0: just be a narrative, like just narrative choice to not have those characters in.
1: Yeah. Just be like, Hey, um, Peter's in college now. Yeah. Like it's as easy as that.
0: Like happy's at home with Aunt May. Yeah. That's it. Like, or happy's trying to like, uh, move in with Aunt May, but Aunt May is just not having it, or something like that. So <laughs> and like, ha-
1: and, and Aunt May is just not having it.
0: Like, mm. you know, like, you can like, you don't have to have Doctor Strange, like, he can still be in the MCU, but just not have Doctor Strange, or not have Wong, or not have anyone else uh, show up. Like, he doesn't have to switch universes for this to happen, like, and so...
1: And, like, I, I just really don't want them to do this, because mm. it just, like... At least if you're going to do it, make your movies with Tom Holland and move on. Mm -hmm. Because that's like, because it's not going to make any sense. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Like, uh, honest to God, like. This is just a good this is just a nice avenue to have Spider-Man have access to his complete rogues gallery. Like exactly. His is like the best in Marvel Comics, in my opinion, like as a collective. Like, you know, you have Green Goblin, Vulture, Lizard, Venom, Carnage. Um, Sandman, Lizard, Rhino, like all these characters are suddenly on the table again with the multiverse and with like, you know, existing within the MCU already. Like, like Spider-Man's relationships with his villains is one of the most fascinating aspects. Like I like, I like him interacting with other heroes, but like his relationship to the, his villains is one of the more interesting things I think about the character. So if we're kind of finally going to get like Eddie Brock and Peter Parker interacting in the MCU I'm all for it I mean it might be a little messy narratively speaking but no, for sure. honestly do we even give a shit at this point
1: no I get that I I, get, I definitely get what you mean there but it's like one of those things where his rogues gallery is so cool because they are so personally tied to him as a person mm-hmm. you know what I mean uh, what a dumb sentence anyways but they're just so like tied to him in emotional from an emotional standpoint You know, because it's one of those deals where it's like, uh, he knows Curtis Connor, he knows Otto Octavius, he knows he knows um, Norman Osborne, Norman Osborne. Like, there are people who are very, like, deeply seated people in his life, and they even went ahead with that with Mysterio as well. Mm -hmm. And like, it, I thought that was really interesting the way that they kind of did that. And one thing that I think they need to take a they definitely need to take note of is the story that they wrote for um Spider-Man PS4 mm-hmm. is because I could very much see a um cuz it's a college aged Peter that they do for that. They're mm-hmm. not college aged Peter, they did a just graduated college aged mm-hmm. Peter. So he's probably around 24 or 25 okay in, um or no yeah he's like 24
0: so kind of um, like the uh main the spider-man at the beginning of spider-verse yeah who was like 25
1: yeah around there yeah he's he he's around there in age uh in the spider-man ps4 and he is just such a like it is just such a good um like almost like it's almost the the movie or the game almost acts as a epilogue to so many Spider-Man stories that um, we've already seen, because mm-hmm. you see so much of all of them in him, and it's really, really good. But at the same time, they introduce Otto Octavius in his life in a later kind of fashion. And um, I know you haven't played Spider-Man PS4, right. um, but um, you know, good old Xbox. I know deprives you, and Sony just bought up Insomniac, so you can't even nope. play any of them games. But anyways, um, it's just one of those deal. It's one of those things without getting any into any big spoilers for it, because eventually I would love for you to enjoy the majesty that is I will. Spider-Man PS4. But um, what it, what the crazy thing about it is is that since Otto was introduced farther in his life he is um working in otto's lab and otto octavius is basically helping out helping him out with a lot of things and otto is a very good and positive person in his life um a lot of stuff happens in between um to enforce there or different things that happens during that story and you'll Mm -hmm. have to see what happens in between there Right. Um, because, you know, you're a Spider-Man fan. You know what's going to happen. But the coolest part about this story is you don't want it to. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just such a cool and like that's the reason that's it. Like, that's the reason why Spider-Man and his villains are so interesting to him, because in a way he still cares about him or he still cares about his villains and all these different things. And I know I'm going to get on. The, I'm going to get off my soapbox soon. But, mm-hmm. um, with this said, um, think about Superior Spider-Man. Um, I agree. I I cannot think about this TikToker. I have to give credence to him though because he made me think about it. But in Superior Spider-Man, um, do you have you heard of that storyline? Yeah,
0: where Doc Ock becomes Peter mm-hmm. or goes into Peter's body.
1: Yeah. So basically, what happens is he's fighting, um, Scorpion. He? He's fighting Yeah, yeah Scorpion. And he, like, straight up wrecks Scorpion's jaw, like, d- like without even trying. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Doc Ock has, like, an existential crisis because he realizes Peter could have killed him he's years like, ago. He could have rocked my like, shit so like, many times. He's like, Peter literally could have straight up murdered him. But uh, Peter still cares for him. Or He's the definition of a hero who still wants to save the villains Mm -hmm. and that's the reason why peter is so good and that's the reason why i think that it would be beneficial for him to still be in the mcu and still have his characters around him so otherwise he's gonna lose out his lose out on his foundation and he's gonna lose out on himself so it's like
0: Well, yeah, I think I think Eddie being in the MCU now is just kind of Sony and Marvel having their cake and eating it, too. Like, I think so, too,
1: even though I just wish I just hope that they it's not that they hope that they tone it down. They don't have to tone it down, per se, but they need to like, I don't know, I feel to not be as dumb.
0: I feel like they'll treat it in a similar regard. Granted, I haven't seen this yet. We haven't seen this yet either, but I feel like they'll treat it in a similar way to when they bring Deadpool in.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. So like, I think it'll still be interesting. Like, I think it'll be a fun kind of deal there. So yeah,
0: yeah but I guess that's all we really have on uh old venom. Anything else you got?
1: I don't think I have anything else on Venom per se. No. But I have something else Spider-Man related. Oh. So you know that um thing that we probably weren't going to report on because like- We it, thought it would be dumb. We thought it would be very dumb too. Yeah. But like more things have been coming out about it. And I don't know what to think about it because people have their hats in the race and everything like that. And everybody wants to be right. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to prove somebody wrong or everybody wants to pro- um, be right about it. But there is this footage that was going around of Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. uh, behind a blue screen yeah, um, in a suit that is not the amazing Spider-Man suit um, looking around and like it's just footage of him there Mm -hmm. and everybody's you know has their thing about it and i will say this a lot of people said it's a deep fake and the guy who's like apparently like a engine like a deep fake engineer or whatever Mm -hmm. said hey the lights like look at the light sources and the shadows in his eyes they line up with each other if it was a deep fake it wouldn't be Mm -hmm. all these different things here's what i will say if it is a deep fake. Goodness, it's uh, it the deep fake has done a really good job. Yes. Because it looks so real. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like, and I I don't know a ton about this kind of stuff, but I'm very familiar with how deep fakes normally look because typically deep fakes will be uh you know, around the outline of the face mm-hmm. and then you're just putting somebody else in the middle. Right. And that's kind of how it works. Um, this is not how it looks. No. But anyways, what were you thinking?
0: I was kind of thinking that like, I mean, I could have thought that maybe it was just like a screen test for like the amazing Spider-Man like beforehand.
1: No, that's true because it looked, cause the suit that he's wearing looks a lot like a rainy suit.
0: Yeah, like, it could have just been a complete, you know, just like, all right, this is a suit we have lying around. Let's try it and see. Like, because, I mean, I guess my, the caveat to that theory, though, is if it was, we probably would have seen it a long time ago.
1: And it would have been debunked way easier. Yes. Like, thats is, that that is definitely one thing. But this is just another thing, adding fuel to the fire of the whole... Oh well, you know if if um, Andrew Garfield and uh, Toby Maguire aren't in No Way Home, we, how are fans gonna react? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be oh gosh, it's gonna be WandaVision except worse. Yeah,
0: like well, and at least at least in this regard, like we can't get too mad at the studio because we did it to ourselves this time. Like there was no like episode to episode thing where it's just like. Trying to figure out stuff like uh like we kind of figured out that Agnes was Agatha Harkness pretty quickly, but we thought there was something more to it, but there wasn't no for sure, but this is where like we have one trailer and a couple of posters, and that's it, so we have to be very like we have to be leery with our expectations here, just because you know uh we can't have every everyone's fan theories can't be right, like look, you already got. <clears throat> pretty much confirmed that Alfred, well, Alfred Molina is going to be in this as Doc Ock and it's pretty much confirmed that William Defoe is coming back as Green Goblin. So you got that already. No, for sure. And that's pretty cool all on its own.
1: And that's, yeah. And, that, and that's what I'm saying is like, no regard. And this is what I urge. If you're listening to the podcast and you're of the thought process that if I don't see this thing that I want in this movie, I am going to be disappointed, and I am not going to like it. Right. That is no way to consume any form of media. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you what to do or anything like that, but I'm just here saying that it's not it's not healthy to consume media that way because you're not going to enjoy anything. Then. No. You know what I mean? You're just going to be you're just not going to be angry. You're just going to be angry. You're going to be pissed off. And like, why watch movies then? Why? Like, and the thing is, why? Why not give something a chance that isn't your ideas? And like, it's one of those things where you really got to just.
0: Like, why turn yourself into a Star Wars fan on purpose?
1: <laughs> but to be fair, um, Spider-Man fans are the Star Wars fans of the comic book universe. Yes, <laughs> they, they, are. they really are. And they have they have the same issues with cognitive dissonance and everything like that, where it's just like. Uh, they're are like set of reasoning. Like for instance, it's like, well, I don't like st- I don't like um, <laughs> I don't like Spider Man unless it's campy, like the Raimi movies. And I'm like,
0: okay, good for you. You know, there's just a few. Like really, Spider Man, there's only a few things you can get right, and then a lot of things you can just change up because that's how things work. Oh yeah, it's just like one of those things where you just have to set your expectations, and
1: you have to just make sure that. You don't screw yourself over in those regards. Like but as
0: long as Peter Parker is a mean person, isn't? Is not a mean person. I don't think it's it's hard to mess up.
1: No, for sure. But um, anything else you have to say about uh, that little blurb that we have?
0: Uh oh, no, I think uh, I think we covered it pretty well. Do you want to talk about uh, the latest Marvel Disney Plus property? Yes. Uh, according
1: to Variety, um, apparently we are going to be getting an Agatha Harkness show.
0: Who's been messing up everything?
1: It was Agatha all along.
0: I hope they make that the theme song. Oh, that would be lovely. I don't know how I feel about this though. Neither do I.
1: Um, I think that it's a little premature. Yeah, I. Exp- I- What's up? What I, like,
0: I expected her to be back, but not this soon.
1: Yeah, I I like Agatha Harkness quite a bit. But I don't know if I want to see an entire show about her like her. Mm-hmm. Um, she is. She's very interesting. Don't get me wrong. Like, I like I really don't want to sound like a grump. That's just like, what? I don't want this show. A, 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 a. Here comes Corey being a wet blanket. Yeah. Nah. Uh, I'm like Because sometimes I feel like I am a wet blanket on this podcast every now <laughs> and then. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, the guy, like, okay, kids, get a little less excited about this. But no, no.
0: No playing on the playground.
1: No, because like my whole thing about it, though, is that I just don't really, I just don't really, like it's not that I don't enjoy her as a character. It's just that I enjoy her as a side character. Yeah. She's a very good side character. Um, That's not to say. It's the same way that I feel about the Armor Wars show.
0: Oh, with War Machine?
1: And the thing is, is, like I understand why a lot of people are excited for that show. I'm going to watch the hell out of that show, just like I'm going to watch the hell out of Agatha Harkness. Mm-hmm. But with that said, like they're both side characters. Right. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay. And the thing is, hey, they proved me wrong, though, because here's the deal. Falcon was a side character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Winter Soldier was a side character.
0: You could and argue it, Wanda and Vision were side characters. Exactly. So
1: it's like like definitely like so it's like one of those things where Marvel's trying to develop their backlog of characters that they found that they work with. Yeah. I just think it's a little silly to prematurely make one about her. I'm already so I'm already kind of like, okay, about them making an Echo show. Cause apparently she's gonna show up in Hawkeye. And I'm like, we don't know this Echo person yet. Yeah. But hey, echo could be the best part of the hawkeye show and the very fact that they're wanting to make a show about her means that it's probably really good that yeah right probably means that she's a very good character so you know maybe you get like first of all katherine hahn is amazing so right like this show is going to be fine it's going to be good it's going to be enjoyable um my girlfriend's a huge katherine hahn fan so right i know she's really gonna enjoy getting to WandaVision eventually, and she's really going to enjoy watching the show whenever it comes out.
0: Yeah, I think that's what... Well, because I have two thoughts. One, Catherine Hahn is great. She's awesome. I think that's kind of... I think that'll be, like, the swinging point for a lot of people. Like, if, like, they like the MCU, but they don't, like, watch every single thing. Like, they didn't watch, like, the Cloak and Dagger stuff that was on Freeform and stuff like that. Like, if, like, you like Catherine Hahn, I think that'll reel a lot of people in. Also... There's, uh, there's usually like, an eighteen month to two year gap when they announce things like these. So maybe in two years when it finally comes out, we'll feel differently. No, for sure. Because like this was announced today as a recording, like August or uh, August, October seventh, two thousand twenty one. Yeah. Like, not to date the podcast or anything, but um, like, this is like this is hours old news. So it's kind of um, I don't know. I'm sure we'll feel different about it. Like you know they announced. They announced, like, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, years ago. And we, you know, finally got it. Like, it's kind of, um, I don't know. Like, we kind of feel, we definitely felt different than we did back then. And I, like, you know, WandaVision wasn't, you know, like, I had no idea I was going to love Loki as much as I did when they first announced it. I'm like, oh, they're making a a Loki show? Okay, whatever, I guess.
1: No, yeah, and the thing is that, like, I didn't really understand the Loki show until they started describing it because they're like, yeah, it's going to be first of all, the guys who write some of the guys and gals who wrote Rick and Morty Mm -hmm. are writing it and he's hopping from universe to universe. I go, oh, wow, that does seem like a very or like university from time period, timeline to timeline. I'm like, that does seem like definitely a really good um, premise for Loki and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, you know, it works. And so, like, we, the, I could see them making a story with Agatha Hartness. That works. But yeah. with that being said, I hope they introduce her in a different capacity before they make the show. Mm-hmm. Because they need to make a justification for the show. Right. One thing, regardless of them being side characters, Captain America now, uh, who was Falcon, and Bucky, they had a justification to move on in a show. Same with Don Cheadle as mm-hmm. War Machine. They have a precedent. They've proven themselves to make a show, despite them being the side characters. Right. Uh, Agatha just hasn't gotten there yet. for right. me, Personally.
0: So if I, I don't know, say Agatha's in Doctor Strange or in something else in the meantime, would that be kind of what you would want? Yeah, that's kind of what, just to establish who she is, because the thing is, we've established who
1: she is as a person and a villain, but, like, in order for her to, or in order for, like, they could do this in the series, too, to be fair, but they need to establish a certain amount of pathos for her as a character, because all she's been is a liar and a thorn in the side of one of our characters Mm -hmm. that we are rooting for. Well, even though we probably shouldn't be rooting for Wanda because she's done some very bad things. Yes, she has. <laughs> but with that said, yeah, it's just, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to really think about this news. But, hey, you know, Marvel's never
0: really made anything
1: bad, per se. Yeah. So I um I think it'll be fine.
0: Uh, the other thing I'm worried about, like, Marvel Disney Plus-wise, is a little bit, I'm worried a little bit about Miss Marvel because of... um. They're, like, changing our powers up a little bit, and that makes me a little bit nervous. The power constructs kind of look like... Um, a Green, green lantern. lantern. A Green Lantern. Ring.
1: And, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I don't really know, because here's the deal. I think... I know why
0: I have a good theory why and I think it might be the same way. Yeah,
1: you think it's what I'm thinking. I think they want to different differentiate her powers from uh, Mr. Fantastic. Exactly what I'm like, thinking. I, I think that they're just it's just a little too close, very similar. And um I understand why they'd want that because he is going to be and I'm just theorizing this. I think he might be the next big guy. like mm-hmm. he might be the next big dude the next kind of Tony Stark kind of type mm-hmm. making a lot of those big decisions and being right. one of the smartest people in the room kind of types. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think that they really want to make him a person of his own and make right. him a power set of his own as well. Yeah. I'm so excited for that fantastic four movie and I'm so excited for them to announce um, a cast for it. Right. Or that, when that's going to happen. Maybe next year.
0: Hopefully next year.
1: Hopefully next year they um, announce all that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, so yeah.
0: Agatha, you know, it could be good. Let's mm-hmm. hope it is. Yes, yes, yes. Um, do we want to talk about what if
1: briefly? Yes, we do. I, I would love to talk about what if. Um, that was what we were what I was thinking, you know, next. Yeah. So, what if? Um what first first I'm gonna interview you a little bit. Okay. What if. go um, ahead? Yeah, let's go. Um oh, yeah. What did you think of what if?
0: as a series period um I thought it was good I thought it was gonna be honestly I kind of thought it was gonna be more like Star Wars visions in a way that it was just kind of unconnected vignettes Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the animation I thought I would really dislike I actually ended up liking a lot yeah um, like there was actually some really creative shots that you can do in animation that you can't do in the MCU without it looking super corny and super bad. Um, oh, for sure. Uh I like that a lot of the voice casts return like the, a lot of the cast returned to voice their characters, and even mm-hmm. the ones that didn't weren't that distracting. Um I liked I really like Jeffrey Wright as the watcher. Um his voice is very like I don't know, I would not say calming, but just very like, wow,
1: in your face. No, you yeah, know, it's like, really. He has an amazing
0: voice. Like uh, he's, uh, and if you guys don't know who uh, Jeffrey Wright is. He is. He is Bernard in uh, Westworld. Have you ever seen Westworld on HBO? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: he's in the Hunger Games.
0: Yes, he's in the Hunger Games. I can't remember which character. Who? What was his name? Do you remember? Was it like Wireless and BT or Some one of those. Something like that. But um, yeah, I really. I think it's Beatty. But I okay. Don't know. I really I you know, what? I was never in on the uh, you, you like uh, the young adult dystopian books uh, that a lot of people were back in like 2014. You know, I read The Hunger Games when it came out. I was in high
1: school and I read all three of them. And I remember like really liking the first two and then thinking the last one really sucked. And I was sucked like big time. And then I was like, yeah, that's going to be fun to watch in the theaters because that book sucked. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, um, my thoughts uh what if or did you have any th- thoughts
0: uh no i just uh i will like not to get into like spoilers yet i just that was about all i had like non-spoilery
1: mm-hmm. um non-spoiler thoughts on what if um you know i really liked it i really liked a lot of the episodes some of the episodes not so much
0: yeah um, there's some a couple of stinkers in there
1: no for sure there really are but um some that point out to me a lot is the um like the episodes that i really enjoyed were marvel zombies yes i really enjoyed marvel zombies i really enjoyed um the dark doctor strange um one that was Mm -hmm. probably my favorite episode of the entire season that one was really good um i really enjoyed the second to last episode with ultron with mega Mm -hmm. ultron and all that kind of stuff that was a really cool episode yeah and, um, gosh, I even almost spoiled something just thinking about it. Yeah. Because there's just a fight sequence mm-hmm. in that uh, second to last episode. Yes. That is just so damn cool. Yes, it is. And it makes me really want some of these characters to trickle into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see the Watcher show up in the MCU. I would love that. Yeah. Um, that would definitely be a crazy Avengers 5 or, like, earth bending or world bending mm-hmm. um avengers story. Yes. Like end game level. It's gonna yeah. be it's if you would show up it would be during like a Secret Wars yeah. event or something crazy like right. that. But um anyways, really enjoyed uh what I enjoyed of it. I it's not that I didn't enjoy the less enjoyable ones parts of it. It's that I just thought it was a little meh. I you're talking was like worse. uh
0: Party Thor?
1: Yeah, not really a big fan of Party Thor. Party Thor was fun. Yeah. It was just a bit boring for me. And Captain Carter was okay. I really liked a lot of the action. Gosh, I'm a yawner. Goodness. Yawn. I'm a yawner.
0: But anyways, um We are all pretty cozy right now.
1: I am. Like we're just chilling on my sectional right now, just hanging out. <laughs> chill I'm shooting the breeze, hanging out, recording a podcast. Just chilling. But anyways, yeah. I thought it was pretty I thought as a whole the show was really okay the um the episodes that were great though were also awesome though so i'm excited to see what they do um i can also add to that um animation i wasn't so sure about the animation style but uh it turned out to be a very good animation it grows on you it really does it does and it got better with every episode and i was even watching it um uh, we were, we just watched the last episode because I hadn't seen it yet um, before we recorded mm-hmm. and I was looking at it and I was like, damn, I'm like, they're really doing some really cool animation in this and it looked really nice. So yeah, yeah.
0: chance getting into them spoilers. Uh, let's see, um, Spoiler time, spoiler alert. Here's what I want to talk to you about the last episode. So the last episode, the Watcher gathers up his guardians of the multiverse, which includes Party Thor, includes Captain Carter, it includes um, Eric Killmonger, it includes uh, Star-Lord T'Challa, Dark Doctor Strange, and then later uh, Black Widow from the Ultron universe. Um, I'll say this. Uh oh well, this is the last thing. It includes a Gamora from an episode that we did not get. That's like, kind of annoying. Like I think I think uh we were supposed to have uh, this was originally supposed to be ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And um it was what if Iron Man didn't fall back through the wormhole in Avengers. Uh-huh. And he ends up on Sakar and ends up meeting Gomorrah. So that was that was good. That's where Gamora came from in this uh episode in the last episode of What If uh i really want to see that episode i'm assuming it's coming in season two
1: yeah are you just so are we just gonna assume that they just animation budget
0: couldn't do something i think or i think they just i think it was like covid for whatever reason whatever covid did that they couldn't finish it or Mm -hmm. maybe it was like there it was a time crunch and they couldn't animate that episode
1: but why not just push what if a couple yeah put
0: a push it a month or something yeah i
1: like I don't know, I don't, I don't get it. It was very weird to me. It like, is very weird to me too because I didn't understand that. I'm like, why is like who's this Gamora?
0: Yeah, uh, why, is why is Gamora? That's what I was asking. <laughs> uh, I also say, um, like, uh, so that fight you were referencing in episode that would have been episode eight uh-huh. was between the Watcher and Ascended Ultron, mm-hmm. who has the body, who was able to transfer his consciousness into Vision's body. And then he got all the stones from Thanos, uh, so basically Vision could be super OP if MCU really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why they keep killing him because he's too OP. The thing is, is if Vision wanted to be
1: OP, he would be. Yeah, but Vision respects. He's a lover, not a fighter. Ex- he really is, and so like Vision really could be, um, Ultron level, um. An Avengers-level threat. Yeah, he could be an Avengers-level threat. Like, say he was, say he was still White Ultron and had all the Infinity Stones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He would be like, destroy all life. Mm. Bie
0: boop, bie bop,
1: boop, boo bop. But Bee-bo- uh, bee-boop, bee-boop. One of my, one <laughs> boop, boop, boop. No, no, no. It's bie boop, bop, boo bop.
0: Could you play that song again? <laughs> uh... That's a SpongeBob reference for those that are older in the listening audience. But uh um <laughs> uh, I just kinda like uh, how like through all each episode the like watcher gets like progressively more and more involved in like mm-hmm. just like I can't break my oath, but I'm gonna like be super looming here in the sky. Like like uh some of the shots were like super pretty. Also, um one of my favorite moments is from episode eight where like the watcher realizes uh ascended ultron can hear him it's just like just like i've seen everything that has ever happened ever will happen what the hell was that like uh i just kind of um the dialogue of the watcher is so like i it's very Mm storybooky, but i really like it Uh, i think my favorite episode is the zombies one uh i think it was done super well like the also like like a quarter of the problems come from hank pym by the way, yes, they're Hank Pym's fault.
1: Very OG Hank
0: Pym res- re- uh, reminiscent. Mm-hmm, just like I'm Hank Pym, and I approve this fuck up. But uh, <laughs> like uh, like all of them, like most of even the ones that I didn't like as much are still pretty solid in like entertainment value. Like I could definitely like watch it with my nephew or something. Like uh even Party Thor or the one where like all the Avengers die. That one was kind of fucked up too. Yeah, that was that
1: was so funny because I'm just like picturing because this is definitely a show that um because like um my mom and i don't know if you remember this but um you remember tgif or tgif on abc yes like thank god it's fridays Mm -hmm. uh they just have their special block with Mm -hmm. whatever shows yeah this is like a show that would be on that block Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. the Marvel's what if, if they had a TGIF mm-hmm. and they had, you know, you know, Disney's dissolving all of their like TV channels now. Really? And they're just like Disney plus or Disney XD, Disney channel, Disney junior, everything's just is getting dissolved and it's moving to Disney plus.
0: Really, like they're not even going to have TV channels anymore. No, nah. like, so what no. are they just gonna keep ABC and ESPN?
1: Yeah, that's probably gonna be it.
0: And maybe the Disney Channel, maybe. No, no, even Disney Channel even proper. Disney Channel proper. Wow, that's that's a huge step. That is like if okay. I know this is like getting off topic, but that is like a sign of the times. That's the end of the era, dude. Yeah, like it's like, the end. That's like a, that like, is a blow to cable.
1: No, it it it, it genuinely is, um, but uh with that being said uh since this is like a tgif kind of block um that's always supposed to be so family friendly just imagine that episode where all your favorite marvel yeah like <laughs> avengers die
0: hulk get explodes a, by a serial
1: killer that is hank pym
0: it's just like you m- killed my wife and you got my daughter murdered so now i'm just going to kill everyone oh
1: good old michael douglas
0: i Okay, that's another thing I'm about the sure show. I'm pretty sure he voiced it that episode that too. Was, that was him. Yeah, that's so funny.
1: Like what like why like why did he rope Michael Douglas into doing this Marvel? They <laughs>
0: um the who, great Michael Douglas. Like he's an he's an amazing actor. Uh you know what I learned uh, recently is what? that Michael Keaton changed his name from Michael Keaton was actually named Michael Douglas, but he changed his name because Michael Douglas was already a person.
1: Oh, that's that's really funny.
0: Uh, but um who was um why can i think of his name who plays star lord's dad
1: um russell
0: russell kurt, russell kurt russell yeah uh so like at the end of every episode there's like a setup for like something villainous to happen. like none of these episodes except maybe one has a good ending like mm-hmm. a happy ending or mm-hmm. maybe except two but uh one of them just was like eh, it's an okay ending but uh they're all just like they're 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 all like a, a episode of Goosebumps where like something unsettling is at the ending. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool, actually. Uh, yeah, I liked it too. But like, uh, like they had so like they have like you know they have Brie Larson back. They had Paul Rudd back in the zombies episode, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my favorite favorite joke <laughs> is like he's in a future like uh, like Vision cures him of the zombie virus, but it's only his head, so he's in like this Futurama head glass and like it's so stupid Doctor dr strange's cape goes around him and like when they're escaping he's just like one guardian leviosa and i'm just like this is amazing paul rudd what a what a what a gem and, and the reason i ask about kurt russell is because at the end of the star lord episode kurt russell's just like hello son and because like it's not peter quill who got kidnapped by yondu it was uh-huh. t'challa and um I'm just like, oh man, is that gonna be like a plot thread in season two? No, it was actually just like a very throwaway thread, not a throwaway thread, but like an establishing scene in the final episode of like uh uh he uh ego is using Peter as a battery, like in uh Guardians two, and is like he says maybe one word. So they got like Kurt Russell in the studio for like f- like literally all he they needed was like five seconds. Maybe maybe a minute total of record time with Kurt Russell in the studio.
1: You know what the funny thing is is he probably got really good money for that.
0: Yes, he did. Like Paul Rudd, maybe twenty lines total. Kurt Russell, like five lines total. Like, like they they ponyed up for the voice cast. And like, because Michael B. Jordan is in two episodes. No, for sure. And like, hey,
1: it's good. I and mean, you know, like, oh uh, gosh. I'm I'm excited for what they do in season two because I think they're gonna have a little more of a, they're just gonna have a bigger sense of what they are doing, mm-hmm. and I could see the Marvel What If first kind of becoming its own thing, mm-hmm. where like oh you'll see Dark Doctor Strange do this mm-hmm. and then they'll cross over with this, but or with this one or with this, um, uh, Black Widow and all that kind of yeah stuff.
0: like do you think they'll do that where like there'll be a team up every single season
1: maybe it just depends on kind of what they're doing and what the threats are mm-hmm. so
0: right because like what if the you know the watcher breaks his vow does like the watcher just go back to watching or does like do, are there other watchers who are just like look man
1: technically there are other watchers we've seen them they're mcu canon oh
0: yeah they are, they are mcu canon because they're talking to Stan Lee and guardians too mm-hmm. like do they ever just like hey man you kind of broke your vow um i don't know how to tell you this but you're fired
1: i think they're gonna be kind of racist because he's the only black one
0: that's true yeah they they were pale as fuck in that uh in guardians 2
1: yeah it's because they usually look pale
0: <laughs> i thought they always like i knew they were pale but they look ghostly white in that one
1: yeah because like i was i was under the impression that they were always pretty you know pale
0: i guess because i haven't seen a watcher in like every single marvel media so i don't know because like because, like, uh, you know, you get entities like the Beyonder and stuff who are like, oh, why is everyone a white guy? You know? So, but I don't think, because I think I, I just kind of wonder if there's like a society of watchers.
1: Yeah, he just, they just look white, you know?
0: Okay. Well, but it's not nearly as pale as the ones that he, no, like, that James Gunn. Yeah, and James Gunn's were just like, Jesus Christ, dude. But, um, like, I wonder if there's like a hierarchy of watchers or just like, hey, man, did you break your vow? And he'd just be like, no, why do you ask? They're
1: like, well, yeah, definitely did, because I'll look at exhibit A, B, C, D. I go, we know with the watchers will also watch the other watchers.
0: <laughs> we're right? always watching you. Watching you watch.
1: <laughs> watching you watch you watch, while I watch you watch. while Another person watch you, while, while we watch you.
0: While I'm wearing a watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah it was, it was a real fun show i thought that it was a good time i definitely am looking up to the next season because i think they're going to refine a lot of their um storytelling sell- skills skills they I won't
0: have production interrupted by covid hopefully yeah so yeah that's gonna be fun and
1: the episodes will be more cohesive then because it is a kind of a bummer that we didn't
0: get our iron man episode yeah because i think I think the episodes were supposed to be longer too. Mm-hmm. Like they were supposed to be like a whole 40 minutes instead of half an hour. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, cuz like, you know, cuz some of them seem rushed because they're cramming an entire movie into what's well, essentially half an hour of television. Mm-hmm. Like they they cram what essentially is a remake of The First Avenger into half an hour. Uh they cram like cram like three different storylines into the uh what if Killmonger saved Iron Man? One, they like, mm-hmm. they do like, they do the first Iron Man, they do Age of Ultron, and then a little bit of Black Panther too. Also, can I say something? Yeah, Shuri's like eight years old. Should be like eight years old. How smart is she? From is she like just smart at birth. Like, she's just like, hi, I'm Shuri. I'm probably like six at the time. Uh, Pepper Potts, can you help me? I I'm, yeah. I'm not tall enough to reach the the button or whatever. I'm just like.
1: You know, Shuri probably is still very smart,
0: though. Well, I know. It's just like... I'm just like, this is... Because
1: like, the thing is, she's even um, a prodigy um, in, through Wakandans, uh Through Wakandans I mean, standards. 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 I know. Because so, the thing is, they're exposed to a lot of technology. Yeah, I know. That's just- oh, pretty much alien technology at this point.
0: I, know. I just I just kept wondering, like, where are your parents, child?
1: <laughs>
0: like, shouldn't... um. Shouldn't T'Chaka be paying attention to where you are? You just like went to another continent to talk to a CEO lady about why you should be wary of Eric Killmonger. Oh, by the way, uh, what did you think of uh, Killmonger betraying them at the end of the last episode?
1: Um, I didn't like it until there. Well, I still didn't really like it that much, but I liked it a little bit more, even if likes even a word for this, because I didn't really like it still. Mm hmm. Um, when it was a part of the Watcher's plan all right. along, that made sense. Because yeah. at first I'm like, why is he here? Why, why?" I was like, why is, no, why is Killmonger here?
0: Right. He's going to inevitably inevitably betray you.
1: But what I did like about it is that his reasoning wasn't like, I'm going to rule the world. His reasoning was like, um, yeah, our universes are very messed up.
0: We could fix we this. We can really fix it. Yeah, and I guess that's that's very in line with what his character in Black Panther was exactly. So I'm like, I could see it. I'm just like, all right, the Watcher wanted to like knock out two birds with one stone. It's like, well, this Eric Killmonger guy
1: caused an issue to happen because you know they're gonna be back next season, right?
0: They'll be back, but um, yeah. So I really liked What If. Um, I think it was a good, for whatever reason, I thought there was more episodes. I uh, maybe it's just because it's whatever reason I thought there was like 22 episodes I don't know remember I think it's, since it's animated we're just right gonna get you to think right that it's gonna be longer yeah and I can't believe Hawkeye's not coming out until like the end of November Dude. Uh, we got a this might be the longest break between uh Marvel shows that we've gotten so far
1: yeah because I thought that, that we were gonna get um I thought we were gonna get uh
0: Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. Yeah, I thought we were getting Miss Marvel this year, but apparently that's not the case. Maybe it'll be just like early next I mean, maybe year. Maybe they're
1: just working on a lot of effects for it. Yeah. and th- That could be. More, you know, more stuff in the.
0: Because I think the last episode is around the time No Way Home comes out. Yeah. I believe so.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the future of the MCU as per usual. Um, I. I'm really excited for the end of this year. Some amazing movies are coming out. No Way Home is coming out. Dune is coming out in like two um, weeks. No, uh, No Time to Die is coming out tomorrow. Yes, it is. Um, I, I might check out No Time to Die, um, sometime this weekend. I'm really stoked to see that. Um, yeah, it's just like a lot of really good movies are coming out and you know if you are in a place where you can't watch movies and you feel safe about it please do yes do that because you gotta for the love of god do it gotta gotta give some money to the to the theater gotta get some money to the theaters you know
0: show them some love
1: yeah no show show them show them theater some love come on (laughs) let's let's do that (laughs) yeah see yeah see but anyways um i don't know if i have much to say after this
0: do um, you have any
1: closing thoughts, Chancellor Runo?
0: No. Um, now that it's October, we are in Dune month. They can't pull the wool out from under us. Dune or the carpet. Month. Dune month. They can't pull the carpet out from under us this time. Hopefully. Don't I don't have any wood to knock on exactly, but I will say this. If they do delay it again, I'm going to fight someone.
1: Yeah, but I, doubt I don't. They lie. won't. I, I don't
0: think they will. Uh, please, if you feel safe, see it in theaters. I am. You can see it on HBO Max
1: after you see it in theaters.
0: That's the rule. Yeah,
1: and and if you and the thing is and if you can't watch it at all, watch it on HBO Max, but you have to like stream it every day.
0: Yeah, stream it. Literally, go to bed with it.
1: Yeah, go to bed and just fall asleep to that lovely Hans Zimmer score. Mm-hmm. If you've already seen it, obviously.
0: And then there'll just be like an explosion when it's like halfway through the movie that just ratchets you awake from your sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm excited to do after I've. Um, watched it
1: in theaters i'm excited to watch doing again on hbo max with my uh, new uh, sound system that i got you,
0: you know it's funny i literally did that when we went and saw the suicide squad like That's i so fun i watched it we watched it in theaters mm-hmm. and then i went home and started watching it again on hbo max i was just like yeah let's do it <laughs> it's great
1: it's awesome but hey um thank you all for listening um we we have i'm so excited for this month we're gonna have a lot of cool episodes a lot of cool content because yes we are because more stuff's coming out Dune's Mm -hmm. coming out we're gonna be able to talk about some more stuff so yeah i will catch you all later and box office bros out thank you for listening to box office bros Gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher.
0: Podcasts are great. Radio's boring.
1: Have a great day,
0: and see you next time. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now, for my next impression, Jesse Owens.
1: Peace out. Later, tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.